0: Welcome to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. In today's podcast episode, we're going to talk about the super controversial video going around with Dr. Matt Alossary, who's a vet in our area. He's actually been our vet for some time. He's done our dentistry for our horses and has done a fantastic job with our horses' teeth. We actually had a vet in the past that had been um, overfloating our horses' teeth and giving them lots of fractured teeth after the fact. And he was responsible for basically bringing our horses' teeth back into good health. So I've had experience with Dr. Matt Alossery, and I've had several people ask me about my opinions on the video that's been going around with him hitting a sedated horse and if we're going to continue using him as our vet for dentistry and to get my thoughts on that. So I figured I would break it down for everybody and kind of dissect this video a little bit. Basically the video shows approximately 10 minutes of footage. It was a stall camera that was set up watching that um, I don't think Dr. Matt realized was recording and essentially the horse is sedated in the 10 minute segment Basically shows the horse being sedated. Um, the horse gets, I believe, kicked in the stomach once, and then gets some bops on the face, um, like with a hand, almost like a hand smack to the face a couple times, as well as gets um, more sedation on the um, the camera as well. And there's an assistant in the uh, video as well, and I spoke with the assistant to kind of get some more details about what happened and and what kind of went down and she basically said that what the video kind of doesn't show is that before this particular incident happened there was about 40 minutes or so of footage of this horse being sedated, Matt trying to do the teeth on this horse the horse basically like trying to lean back and go down and um, being very uncooperative and so he kept giving it more sedation and then the horse would be like literally trying to um, to kind of like fall down like lean on Matt and stuff like that. So from what I saw in the video my personal take on it is that it looks like Dr. Matt basically has lost his patience with this horse and it to me looks like out of frustration, kind of giving a horse like a, a smack, like "Hey, smarten up," and giving a horse a whack. Do I think that this was an appropriate response? No, because we know that with horses under sedation, they can kind of wake up out of sedation, and the more unsettled they get, they they can fight sedation pretty hard, and it can be almost ineffective. So, for example, I had a little Mustang horse named Timmy. And his feet were atrocious. They were so bad. And I really wanted him to be able to get his feet done. But I hadn't done enough handling with his feet yet. So we decided to try giving him tranquilizer to see if we could get his feet done. Because I just really wanted to get his um, feet done so we could start feeling better. And I didn't know how long it would take for me to be working on his feet with touching his legs and things to get him to do it without the sedation so we thought you know let's try so we put him into a chute I had practiced putting him into a chute and and petting him and touching him we were able to give him the needle without much um, trouble you know a little flinch but nothing really all that bad he had a pretty good dose of tranquilizer and uh, even on that dose of tranquilizer in the chute we weren't able to touch his legs like at all like he pretty much completely would wake up out of the trance or the tranquilized state so that way he could kind of be scared and, and fight so to speak and then when we would kind of step back he would you know go to sleep again and we would you know wait half an hour and we would allow the sedation lots of time to kind of kick in and but as soon as we went to go touch his legs he would almost immediately kind of wake up in fear and not let us touch his legs or anything like that so we we didn't push the issue. We just pet him a little bit tried to give him a positive experience in the shoot just petting him trying to show him you know we're not going to hurt him and uh, and then we just put him away and I continued to work on his feet and training him and then after I think another it took another two weeks or so and then we were able to get the farrier to come out and do his feet but that's just kind of an example of showing you guys that you can use sedation but sedation is not kind of a be-all end-all situation it doesn't just miraculously work if the horse is scared or the horse is in pain they can definitely wake up and kind of fight that sedation a little bit and the horses can get to a point where you either knock them out so to speak and they go to sleep and they're completely knocked out which you you can't have as a horse getting a dental done because the horse wouldn't be in the right position for that so for example if you were going to do a a castration of um of a horse and you were going to make them a gelding or something like that, the vets will often completely sedate them and they'll just have them drop and lay down in a stall or something, and then uh, they'll do the procedure on them, whereas with teeth, you need the horse still standing upright in order for the tools and everything to kind of be set up such that, uh, and to be able to move their jaw however it's going to work. So the, the vet has a very tricky job of trying to give the horse enough sedation that They can kind of sleep standing up, so to speak, and not be bothered by what they're doing, but not too much that the horse ends up uh, falling over or going to sleep. So when I talked to the assistant, she, she did kind of say, like, the horse wasn't really cooperating, the horses had a lot of sedation, and so it was kind of a fine balance. Like, you know, Dr. Matt was also kind of, like, tapping him on the head to be like, hey, like, wake up, like, don't fall over kind of thing and um but was also giving the sedation lots of time to settle in so i believe on the 10 minute video that i saw posted he didn't actually work on the horse in that moment um i believe he was kind of letting the sedation set in and then you see him kind of bop the horse on the head and i'm i'm not sure like maybe what she's saying is truthful that he was kind of making sure the horse didn't get too deep into the sleep that it didn't fall over but it definitely kind of appeared to me that he could be frustrated with this horse and you know gave it a whop to the belly and a couple um I think he bops the horse on the nose or on the head um somebody I think counted and I believe they said 10 times or something like that I did not bother to watch the whole entire video to to count I kind of skimmed through the video little bits and pieces there from what i see in the video what i call this abuse what i say that he needs to lose his license because there are some people that are saying he should never practice veterinary medicine again and i disagree with that and i disagree with that for several reasons one is that we all make mistakes we all do things in the heat of the moment that we regret doing we We are not perfect. We are all sinners. And, um, you know, nobody can say that they've never done anything that they're not proud of. And do I think that making a mistake in your life should cost you the rest of your career, especially when it's one where you really haven't done any harm or anything super malicious or anything like that? No, definitely not. Um, I think if he had kicked that horse multiple times in the ribs such that it broke a rib or like caused it to bleed or gave it some type of damage because, you know, he had beaten that horse or grabbed a two by four or something and, you know, smacked it or something like that, then it'd be a different story. But really, if you watch the video, it kind of looks like he lost his patience with the horse, gave it a kick in the belly, um, gave it a couple bops on the face. He didn't pull his arm back into like a full swing punch or anything like that. We're talking like, um, like a smack of the hand, almost like the Will Smith smack um, that we've seen at the uh, Golden Globes recently. Definitely not, um, in my opinion, something that was intent to cause violent harm to the horse like this is not the type of hit or swing that was going to cause this horse to get a bloody nose or to fracture a bone or anything of the sorts horses definitely kick and bite each other harder out in the field when they are playing i've seen some people who ride horses and kick them or spur them harder than i saw in this video does that mean that it's right or that it's okay no i think that he should use this opportunity to kind of look at this video and say, all right, like, was this the most effective strategy in this situation? You know, how could you handle that better or differently? And how can you kind of move forward from there? you know maybe this can be a turning point for him because I have heard in the past other people have commented and kind of pointed out he's done things like this in the past this is kind of like a bit of his go-to like if he gets frustrated with a horse he tends to kind of like bop them on the stomach or he does do that kind of thing and I will fully admit that I have done something like that in the past too like if I have a horse where I'm going to pick up their feet or something and they go to kick out at me sometimes I'll give them a, a tap on their belly or something to say like hey like don't Like, that's unacceptable. You cannot threaten to kick me or something like that. And uh, it's not intended to physically harm the horse. It's meant to kind of say, be kind of irritating, like a, hey, don't threaten to do that and try to interrupt that behavior. But again, not going to be super violent, not going to really hurt them or anything like that of course this is a different situation because the horse is sedated so the horse is not trying to kick Matt or anything like that it's um it's simply standing there sedated and doesn't have a lot of options or anything like that and so whacking the horse or giving them a kick or something like that really not a, a smart idea in my opinion but I don't think it should cost him his license for the rest of his life or anything like that because at the end of the day. He's a knowledgeable vet. He's done great work on a lot of different horses. He's definitely helped my horses with their teeth and and sorted them out after, um, you know, there was another vet that really made a big mess of my horse's teeth. 100% of my horses had cheek tooth fractures, which is evident from the x-rays and the um, video from using the scope video in their mouths so we could see the fractures. I had a horse that had to get a tooth pulled because of the damage that was done to it. I had another horse that um, luckily did not end up needing the tooth pulled but had to be on um, some drugs for an entire summer to help with the pain for that and that was a vet too that I didn't, you know, sue them or pursue it any further. I didn't think they needed to lose their license. I just wanted them to know, like, look, you're overfloating the horse's teeth, you're causing damage. You're obviously not going to touch my horse's teeth again. And, um, mm-hmm. but I think people can learn and they can improve. And I know I've made mistakes in my past, things that I'm not proud of. I used to be pretty rough with horses way back, way back when. And uh, I grew up thinking that, you know, for horse, couldn't stop you put a bigger thicker bit in the mouth with a harder you know more painful chain I thought that you should tie horses heads down to make them go that, that's just how I was brought up that's what I did and it wasn't until somebody started asking me the tough questions like hey why are you doing that have you thought about how the horse feels and that was Gary Combery who first started me down this path of Harmony Horsemanship and really thinking about horses and and their psychology and how they work and how they experience pain and fear and worry and anxiety and all those things. And so if you were to have taken, you know, Lindsay Partridge way back in the day when I was 14 years old, 15 years old, and see some of the things that I did. And and even later too, because it took me several years to kind of change over time there'd be moments where I've definitely done things that I'm, I'm not proud of. And I feel badly for those horses that they were horses I had to learn from, but to prevent me from not pursuing horses and not becoming the better horsewoman that I am today, you know, that would be devastating, but it would also be a missed opportunity for that growth. And so I hope that If Matt's listening to this right now, or hopefully from all of the different messages that he's received on this, that he understands that this could be a great turning point for him to look at that and say, hmm, I wonder what's a different solution to that problem. Or maybe when a horse is having um, a moment like that, saying, you know, I just can't do your horse's tea today. Um, Or whatever the, the situation is. Now, what I don't know with the situation is, did that horse have some type of um, tooth injury or something where it was more of like a life or death situation. Were they about to have a sinus infection? I don't know what was going on with that horse's mouth. And maybe it was a life or death situation. Like maybe he really needed to get that job done and that was the most important thing. We don't know the situation. But hopefully he can use this as a, as a learning opportunity and maybe he can use something... Um, less less harsh in the future. So that way the horse has the opportunity to keep their adrenaline level low and to not get upset or anything like that. But if we look at the definition of abuse, it, abuse is the intent to cause um, it's like violent and intentional harm to an animal or to a human. And I don't think what he did was was very violent um it's more kind of like a smarten up smack I didn't see anything that looked like it was full-on um intent to harm and what I mean by that is like what you can tell when somebody is meaning to hurt someone when they are pulling out a full hard swing or a full punch um if they're trying to you know break skin if they're using some type of a weapon whether it be you know people have used two by fours on horses before uh, all of these contraptions and things that we use on horses they can cause a lot of harm on horses and for Matt um, it looked like you know it was kind of like his boot and it wasn't even a full swing and it was you know his hand it, it could have been a lot worse was it good no but was it abuse That's a bit tricky. I don't think it was intent to be violent with the horse. I think it was, um, from my perspective, what I was watching was frustration and kind of saying like, hey, horse, smarten up. But again, not agreeing with what he did, just saying that I don't think he should have to lose his license over this and uh, never practice again. I hope it's an opportunity for him to realize that there are other ways and um, to not go down that road again of, um, you know, going to that point where you feel like you want to bop a horse or anything like that. But the bigger message too for horse owners, there are so many different ways that you can train horses and it is still very accepted in a lot of equestrian and a lot of horse worlds to be quite rough with horses. People it's accepted and it's what they do. They will tie horses to walls and poles with no food and no water as a means to like show that horse who's boss and they need to think and work through it. It's acceptable to put chains around horses legs so that way they lift them higher. It's acceptable to put um, shock saddle pads on horses to um, cause them to go forward. It's acceptable to Put um, to hit horses' legs as they're going over jumps, so that way they will make sure they snap up their legs and um, pick them up higher. These are accepted forms of training that are used in the equestrian world. Do I agree with them? No, I do not. But that is part of the horse world. Is is people still use and believe it's okay to use these very harsh tactics with horses, and it exists in our equine professionals. Our equine vets, our equine farriers, all of these people. um, I mean, I've seen way worse in my lifetime seeing different vets and farriers and people work with horses. And so I think as horse owners, it's our job to be advocates for our horses. If you are somebody who believes in positive reinforcement, which I do, if, um, if you have a different way of thinking than that equine professional that's working with your horse, then I think it's important for you to be there or for you to have a staff member or a friend who feels similarly to you that can be there for your horse and help them through that situation. Because ultimately, Dr. Matt or whatever vet or farrier, they're there to do their job. They're not there to train your horse. And so it's our job to make sure that our horse is able to receive their care. So we need to make sure our horse is well practiced at picking up their feet, at putting our fingers in their mouths, you know if your horse is horrible for taking dewormer they're probably going to be pretty bad for the dentist as well if they're bad at taking a bit or anything like that putting something in their mouth they're probably going to be bad for the dentist as well and it's our job to help prepare our horse set them up for success and to be there so that way if our horse is giving the farrier or the vet a hard time we can help correct that horse we can help um try to reposition the horse. We can try to soothe the horse. We can use whatever training methods we have that we are okay with to help remedy that situation. So was what Dr. Matt did okay? No, I don't think he should have handled that situation at all. But I also think that the owner of that horse should have been there or um, a staff should have been there to advocate for how they are okay with horse training because what dr matt did if you look at the video and you watch it that is like cupcakes compared to what i've seen in some training barns for horses being trained under saddle for horses learning to take side reins for the first time i've seen some pretty horrible things that are considered just normal horse training and completely acceptable and uh And so I don't think Dr. Matt should lose his license over this. And I don't think that he should be raked over the coals because the unfortunate reality of the horse industry is that there is a lot worse that a lot of people are okay with. Um, and unfortunately Dr. Matt is just kind of being made the example of, so hopefully, um, hopefully if you're listening to this and you are one of those people that wants to light a fire under him hopefully you can support him in making a change and hopefully um, this is an opportunity for people to learn more about positive reinforcement to learn that there's other ways of handling horses and that using harsh methods that are going to kind of spike the horse into that fight or flight mode don't work and uh, there could be alternatives as well but that we can also support our fellow horse industry members of trying a different method and trying positive reinforcement. So I know this was kind of a a longer episode, but I hope you guys found this interesting and hopefully balanced on both sides. Uh, I'm definitely an advocate for wanting to spread the message of positive reinforcement and using kind methods with our horses, but I also totally can understand and relate because I came from very harsh, forceful methods, very, um, you know, kick them, spur them, tie their head down, like that kind of mentality. And I have completely changed. And so I believe that other people can change too. Thanks for listening to Horse Happenings with myself, Lindsay Partridge. Remember, you can always check out more great free resources and other information at HarmonyHorsemanship.com or check me out on my personal website, LindsayPartridge.com. That's Lindsay with an E, Partridge.com harmonyhorsemanship.com. Thanks so much for listening and bye for now.